Welcome to The Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old New Age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. Therefore, I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you're calling in. In each episode, we'll walk through my expanders, a term in my manifestation formula signaling the people that already embody, have, or are successful in what we are looking to call in. These are the people that we witness through our mirror neurons on a subconscious level that expand us into knowing that our manifestations are possible as well especially when we hear about their background, their upbringing, their trials and tribulations, and any of their pitfalls that they had to experience along the way. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us our review, comment, and share it with your fellow manifester that's struggling or could really benefit from the information that you're about to learn. We always view symptoms as, or we're taught to view symptoms as bad. Mm -hmm. Bad feelings are bad. But Mm -hmm. to me, every time I've had a bad feeling or a headache or something, a symptom, that's my body or my spirit saying, you need to change something. Well, in homeopathy, it doesn't matter what the name of your disease is. It really doesn't. It's just your symptoms and how they're expressed. We find a remedy that's a match. Now that we're in 2019, we are all kind of tuning back in and getting into the groove. We wanted to start something new here over at To Be Magnetic. We wanted to start something called My Magnetic Stories. And this is just as much for me as it is for you guys. It's essentially different manifestations that have come through in our community that they share with us. And now I'm going to share with you guys one each episode to expand you, to show you what workshops they did, how they navigated, what tests they said no to. And most importantly, why this is just as important for me to keep going when you have fallen off and how to get back on. Even if it's just one little word that kicks us into gear, I think that alone is so important. So this one came through on December 26 in our Facebook group, which you automatically have access to when you sign up for either the Pathway membership or an a la carte workshop. So in mid-December, one of our unblockers sent this into the group. I've spent the last year and a bit holding off from sending in my manifestations. I've been so hesitant and trusting that all of this is real, that I'm actually worthy, lovable, and a powerful being, that whatever divine forces exist loves me unconditionally and is safe to trust deeply in. But my conscious and subconscious belief systems are being overhauled and other stories have supported me so immensely that I know my words will only add to the sacred collective." 
My first manifestation using the formula and magnetism and a consistent kundalini practice was my current job. I wanted a research job in a field and city where it's incredibly competitive. I wanted highly specific duties that were rare to find with my level of education. I nodded my energetic head no to three sparkly dangling carrots with increased work, excellent pay, and benefits. I marinated in the magic dark for one month, then out of 200 applicants landed exactly the position I wanted from the location to the incredible patience, dog park, stunning nature, and horses on site, and the insightful, hilarious coworkers I deeply connect with. Within the position, I've gone on to manifest co-authoring a paper, assessing patients for my supervisor, and other tasks my lab said were nearly impossible to attain. And I asked for a raise this week. Not only did I get a heartwarming feedback with the raise, but my boss gave all of my coworkers a raise too. In the past year, my other manifestations included my driver's license, a nourishing, elevating, transformative kundalini yoga teacher training with incredible beings I now call my friends, teaching at a stunning yoga studio with conscious and genius students, front row tickets, a brand new iPhone for free, an olive turtleneck sweater I imagine that my sister bought for herself, then sold to me because it didn't fit right. Even more rewarding and remarkable has been the inner transformation from complete self-hatred to a devoted practice of self-love, from gushing childhood wounds and constant suffering to empowered awareness, compassion, and deeper connection to myself and my loved ones, from anxiety, paranoia, and depression to a growing peace, trust, and inner spring of endless joy. For all of this and all the ways your work transforms and elevates, Lacey, I extend my wholehearted gratitude and send you infinite blessings and love. Okay, so what I want to say about this that's so important is it really has nothing to do with me. This person's just ready, committed, didn't give up, maybe had moments of falling down, ruts, it was really hard or painful, but picking themselves back up and really getting into the practice. This works. It works when you put in the work and when you really get anything out of the way of your lack of expansion, getting back into your totally whole, worthy, authentic self, and really passing those tests and not settling. Anybody can do it. So I really want to share that for anybody who's doubting right now where you are that it's not happening for you. It is working. It is happening. Just pick yourself back up and start at day one. The perfect place to start is just do one day of the daily reprogramming exercise and then do day two of it. That alone will get you back into motion. You'll get the downloads of getting started and going. If you're just tuning in now, head to the pathway where you'll get access to every single workshop for just $24.99 a month and you can start to get on your journey now. The trigger I really want to talk about today is the feeling of getting overwhelmed because somebody feels late in their journey of what they're supposed to be doing. Whether this is in love, whether it's in career, whether it's starting a new career, whether it's starting this work or your own other practice within self, it is never too late. And I just want to share a story recently 
of my mom, who's an incredible expander in this, she had been writing for months in her list um, that she wanted to really get back into her gifts again because she's far more talented than I am. She's a medium. She's a psychic. I mean, she has all of the sensory gifts and she's really profound in it. Dreams, everything. And she had been saying like she really wants to get sober. She really wants to get into a path of loving life. And her biggest feeling, her biggest shadow is she's too old to start now any of those things. She's too in her habits. She's too in her career that hasn't made her happy. She's too old. And she had this really huge rock bottom happen over the holiday that I won't share to spare her some privacy, but it created a lot of shame for her, enough to shake her out of everything to the fact that now she's in therapy doing EMDR. I mean, this is all nothing to do with me trying to force her because again, we can't manifest for other people. She's in therapy doing EMDR. She's working with a lot of the people that you've heard on the site to her own accord of tuning into the podcast and then reaching out and setting up sessions with them. She's so inspired. And then the biggest thing I really want to say on it, using her as an example, was her big shadow kept coming up you know, it's too late. I'm too late in the game. If only I had started younger. I, you know, she's only 54 right now. But I had to send her Dara Dubonnet, who is such a massive, wise expander. This woman, if you're not familiar with her, please go look up her site. Look up what she's up to. She does intuitive feng shui. She's an astro geographer. And she goes through and just teaches you how to do raw food and beautifying your life. I mean, she is incredible. And only, I think, under six months ago, she learned how to do astrogeography. And now it's totally boomed into this bustling business for her. She has incredible sessions going on. She has the best workshop out there that I took, and it showed me how to go through my whole chart right away. It's helping me of how to buy this next retreat house and the one following that. And so I really showed my mom all of these expanders within her field that just started the things that they're doing. So whatever it is you might be mulling on yourself or mulling over today that something it's too late to begin. I don't care if that's love, if it's anything in your life or that even you feel behind in this work or behind because you just discovered spirituality and getting an alignment. It is never too late. The biggest message I told my mom, and I really want to echo that back to you and myself included today, the universe would have never had that rock bottom happen to her if the universe didn't want her to step into these gifts she's been given. It just would have let her carry on. We are earthquaked into these rock bottoms because it's literally the universe being like, hey, I want to give you what you're asking for. You just have to do the work to align and double down on your authentic worth. And my mom's doing it. She's stepping up to the challenge. I was there to really help her navigate what to do. And then as soon as Up Level launched, she took the rock bottom workshop. That's what she's up to. And it's really helping her navigate that. So it's never too late. Start right where you are today. Let your intuition guide you to what you're supposed to be doing next. And if you find yourself in a rock bottom, head or if you find yourself in a rut, or you're in a really great flow, head over to Next Level. It'll help you guide and use those energetic to just harness this energy for you right now. It is never too late. You would not be in a body. Your soul would be in the collective consciousness. You would not be in a body right now if you did not have purpose. Whatever your gifts are, whatever your journey is supposed to be from deep love to prosperity to whatever career, it's never too late. 
Today's guest, Alexis Smart, I think bears very little introduction because we splash her product and her name all over the site. I use it constantly. I'm the biggest advocate for her talent, uh, making custom blends of flower essences, remedies, as well as her homeopathy. She's unbelievable. And we will get right into the intro of me talking about my really profound experiences I've had with them. You will find this incredibly expanding if you are right now suffering from illness, debilitating illness, if you fell into a career that was not your path, if you've always felt called to be a healer. Um, And God, I feel like there's just so much you'll get out of this. We go through every situation a person might be in right now and the essence that can help with that. And I like what she says, flower essences are beautiful because they're like for the lazy and blocker who doesn't want to do the heavy lifting. It just works so subtly and vibrationally and is so powerful. So kick back and enjoy this episode. Welcome back to Expanded. We're here with Alexis Smart, who I want to say is maybe one of my saviors that I've ever worked with. Um, I come from the background where probably like many of you had tried a lot of different, well, I think only two or three of the Bach remedies, which you explained to me are no longer actually the original owned by Bach. It's, you know, different, but they didn't work on me. So when people would talk about flower remedies, I'd be like, oh, I think I'm too heavy of a constitution. We luckily re-ran into each other down at Cookbook and you're like, well, let me, let me, you know, consult you. And you made me a custom one and it was profoundly remarkable so so I'm like now we've gone on I think to do two customs together um, a couple of your formulas that are already available on your site and Mm -hmm. they've been so transformative we'll have to get into Lila's experience my experience but I want to welcome you Alexis Smart thank you I'm so happy to be here and I'm so glad you had that experience because that's really common and one of the things about flower remedies is Um, that you have to take the one that's right for you or it just won't do anything. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you take herbs like um, valerian or, you know, whatever herbs, um, they affect affect everybody. But with flower remedies, it has to be a match to your state, that remedy. So you might have taken a remedy. It might not just be the Bach brand, but it might have been that you thought you had a certain condition or you want to work on an issue and you took the remedy for that and it wasn't a match to your vibration. Mm-hmm. So it would just be kind of inert. Explain so. to us too how they work and how they're extracted for the person who's never heard of them. Okay, so um, Bach flower remedies, um, they're called Bach because they were invented by a British doctor named Dr. Edward Bach in the 30s. And um, I'll give you a little of his like, philosophy behind the whole thing is... Um, He was a medical doctor and a pioneer in vaccines and bacteriology, and he observed that um, the patients who were happy and hopeful recovered fully, and the patients who were depressed or anxious would um, relapse or have recurring illness and just never be healthy. And he thought, if I could find a healing system that would bring people back to their happy states, their bodies would have like the self-healing capability would kick in and so his goal was to find a system that would just treat the emotions of a person wow so he gave up his medical practice he moved to the country he started experimenting with flower essences and treating patients with those and he would find that like when he'd give the remedy for that person's personality like their arthritis would get better Mm. and so never prescribed for the physical complaint um and they're made very simply by um uh, you, they take the flowers that grow wild in the English countryside, they take a blossom, place it in a bowl of spring water, 
And then that water is imprinted with the vibration of that plant, the healing vibration. Wow. So, and it stands in sunlight for about three hours. Mm -hmm. and, then they ex and then they take the flowers out and then they preserve that water in, with organic brandy. And then that's the essence. Wow. So, and there's 38 total in the, in the collection. Can you yeah. tell us, because I have had such a profound response to In Love, which is one yeah. of your ones that are standard on your site. Mm -hmm. Also, for the person who's listening and tuning in, you must, must go read. We did an article with Alexis um, called The Healer Series. And so <clears throat> it's where she was able to tell you which remedies to use with which unblocked you're doing right now. So Definitely, there's so much information in there, but yeah. what are like the top, just for fun, the top remedies that you find yourself prescribing the most, both in custom and in standard formulas you have, and what they do? Okay. Well, the one that's in most people's first formulas when I do custom, and is in a lot of my um, pre-made formulas, is Star of Bethlehem, mm -hmm. and that's for, it heals shock and trauma, grief, from any point in your life. So it's rare that I've met someone who says, uh, yeah, nothing's ever happened yeah, to me. Yeah. And especially if they're coming to see me, yeah. something's probably happened to them. Um, so because shock is, it's so important to treat shock because if you don't, shock can actually um, prevent you from getting the healing benefits of remedies. Mm -hmm. So it's a blockage. Um, so, you know, if you didn't take Star of Bethlehem and you needed it, but you took all the other flower remedies you needed, they might not work because you've got this um, blockage. Wow. So I almost give it as an insurance policy in most people's first formulas, mm -hmm. just in case there's an unregistered shock or mm -hmm. they had a difficult birth. Or, or subconscious. Subconscious. You know, it's just, it's called the comforter and soother of pains and sorrows. And wow. It's like a foundational thing. So that one almost always. And then... I prescribe a lot of, um, we were talking about Heather. Yeah, I love Heather. Heather gets a bad rap because if you read about it, it says like lonely, talkative people <laughs> over concerned with their ailments. Like, yeah. you know, no one wants to be a Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. like I used to have a hard time if I prescribed it for someone kind of explaining why they were getting it because yeah. they'd be like, oh, thanks <laughs> a lot. Um, you know, but it's, it's. There, I find like that loneliness is like a really big condition we have, and it's from emotional neglect in childhood and malnourishment, emotional malnourishment, and where people feel like there's an emptiness inside them. It, it often can lead to addiction. Like a, a lot of people who I treat Absolutely. with addiction describe, like I have an empty feeling inside. I can't fill it. Mm -hmm. um, so I find like Heather's really useful for that, but it's also really good for codependent relationships mm -hmm. because it helps you feel like you don't need anything you don't need, you're good on your own you're a complete person mm -hmm. so when people make romantic choices from that place it's it, it's usually healthy and we all have that yeah. need and loneliness. And, Absolutely. I um, think it's an epidemic just in general because of technology and we don't have the village anymore. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. So I do Heather a lot, and I do Larch and Pine. I do confidence remedies a lot, like Larch is for fear of failure and not trying because you think it won't go well. And Pine is for, is like, I think, a deeper acting one that's for um, self-love. Mm -hmm. And so much of when, like, a lot of the remedies I suggested for the work with your workshops yeah. were, like, pine bait. They, yeah. had, they all had pine because everything you talk about in manifesting and um, getting the life you want is about feeling you deserve it, you yeah. know? So um, pine helps you feel, like, worthy of love, of gifts, of success, of 
everything. Ooh, that's yeah. the magnetism. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. that. And um, so pine, I prescribe a lot, and especially as support for your workshops. Well, even just the one that I just finished in love has all of the ones you just said. Well, yes. it has, has those three. Yeah, those yeah. three, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, I love even at first too. I noticed because. And maybe you can explain this more, but when you first start taking mm. them, it's like you feel it rapidly. Lila, mm. what did we, you made her a custom originally one and she out of nowhere was so out of characteristic. She's like, I want to go out to bars. And like, she was yeah. reaching out, <laughs> reaching out to random famous people to like chat with us. Like just, she was so um, outgoing and it was not her nature. And yes. I felt that with every remedy. It's been instantaneous. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're very sensitive. True. Too. Yeah. So not everyone has that. But I have found, like, um, in the first day or two, I'll have a jolt of what that formula is going to do for me. Then after three days, it's gone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my remedy? And then three weeks later, it kicks in. So there's this period in between where you're kind of waiting to for it to, to start working. Yeah. yeah. But the first few days, you you kind of feel it strongly. Oh. Um Lila, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember what I gave you. I think I gave you mimulus for shyness uh, um, and maybe water violet. Did I give you water violet? That's for people. Who, and I gave you water yes, violet at the beginning. Of it that. was for, profound. Yeah, yeah it's, I take it a lot because I would just be a shut-in if I didn't. Absolutely. Um, it's for, you know, introverts, loners, uh, reserved people. So it can look like shyness, but it's not quite the shyness and fears of mimulus or self-consciousness. It's more just like a kind of self-contained, um, not wanting to expose or share yourself with people. Tell us how you got into this. <clears throat> like many healers I know, I found this work by being treated myself of something, you know, pretty profound. And um, in my 20s, I was starting to have minor panic attacks you know there I could function but it was starting to escalate and I didn't want to take medication and it was happening mostly when I was driving uh, I'd be like white knuckling it and sweating and wow. um and uh and sometimes just like in line in a post office if I had to stand close to people or random times so I had read about flower remedies that the night before I discovered them on in some article about this model who'd been treated for um anxiety and so it was on my mind and I thought I have to look into this and then the next day I was walking by the healing waters near the Beverly Hills I've always been curious it's so great well I'd seen it for years and like a Jennifer who owns it she's like the most unlikely store owner like there's never an open sign yeah there's screens in the windows it just looks like don't come in here yeah um I don't want business no so I thought it was some kind of like Swedish day spa forever I always thought it was a Japanese spa yeah yeah. it's a mysterious place and but that day for some reason in the window there was a sign that said English flower essences and that I had not seen that before I was like oh my god I just had this thing last night where I had to look into it so I went in and I I met these two women and I said look I've got anxiety and if you have anything for that and I came back in 10 minutes and they had a formula for me. Mm. And she said, in three days, you're going to feel a whole lot better. And in three weeks, you're going to be a new person. Wow. And for some reason, I believed her, which is weird because I had tried a lot of things and everything failed. And so, um, but I really felt like I trusted this woman and I took them and it was exactly as she said. 
And like within three weeks, I was totally different. I had this realization that um, I was an actress at the time, did commercials and stuff. And I'd been feeling really weird about my agent. Like he was kind of undermining me and, and like doing things that made me feel not confident and critical. And um, But I would always say like, no, I'm crazy and I'm insecure. I'm just imagining it. And I had a boyfriend who was similar. Mm. And three weeks into that remedy, I was like, I got to leave that agent and that boyfriend. And I did. And it was instant that my anxiety left. So um, at the time, you know, I don't really understand flower remedies or what she'd given me. But now I, I know the formula she gave me and there was nothing for anxiety in it, mm. interestingly. But there were remedies for um, not listening to my intuition, um, self-doubt, all of these, the, you know. And so my anxiety was actually the thing that was trying to wake me up to these choices and relationships I was in that were unhealthy for me. Completely. And so, you know, we always view symptoms as, uh, or we're taught to view symptoms as bad. Mm-hmm. Bad feelings are bad. But mm-hmm. to me, every time I've had a bad feeling or a headache or something, a symptom, that's my body or my spirit saying, you need to change something. I mean, even while you were just telling me before we were recording, Dr. Bach had cancer throughout the whole time, right? That he was doing, like, finding these and forging these uh, remedies. And so I think that that's really profound. And we're touching on something really important. Symptoms are just a little alert sign of something that just needs to be, yeah, like you're saying, course corrected or back into homeostasis. Yeah, exactly. And like he may have died a lot earlier if he hadn't embarked on this work. It was when he got diagnosed that he realized, um, I have very limited time on this earth. I better do the work that I was meant to do. Mm -hmm. And that's when he quit the medical practice and started doing this work so every I was telling you earlier that like he found every remedy by sympathetic resonance Mm -hmm. he called it which is you know it's just like an animal who's eaten poison knows what plant to eat that will make them purge um he was in a certain state from having cancer like maybe an agonizing pain and he'd go out and he'd see the cherry plum tree in, in blossoming and he'd know that's the remedy for intense pain and desperation and he'd make the essence and try it on patients and himself and found that it worked and yeah so he just I don't know he was guided by something oh sure and that's even how you know TCM was yeah that was from watching the animals and that intuition that intuitive process yeah Yeah, I think that's where it all should yeah should go back to whatever anyway yeah. yeah yeah not PC but um well I love that give us your childhood in a nutshell good <laughs> Yeah, in a nutshell, Um, what what your cultural background and upbringing? Okay, I was born in Canada, Canada, (laughs) Um, in Toronto, (laughs) to British-born parents Mm -hmm. who, like, separately, their families had both moved from Canada, uh, from England to Canada after the war because it was very depressed. And um, my dad is an artist, and um, my mom is an artist, astrologer, herbalist. And um, they're bohemians. Uh, they, my dad recently said, we weren't hippies. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, we wore dark solids. Like that was how I love that. Um, which not everybody would get. But um, so, yeah. And, you know, they were um, free spirits and wanted to travel before we started school. So we drove in a Volkswagen bus from Canada to Mexico and lived in Mexico for a year like in Oaxaca and Cuernavaca and all around with Indians. And 
I made tortillas with old ladies in the hut, and we had a really enchanted time there. Mm -hmm. Then came up to L.A. and kind of accidentally moved here Mm. somehow. We we didn't intend to stay, but we stayed and um, lived in West Hollywood. And so, yeah, I grew up with a lot of artists and musicians. My mom was, um, she sings and plays guitar and um, so there are a lot of interesting people around when I was growing up. And oh, for sure. Can I say that she was a lover of? Yeah, she was a good friend of Leonard Cohen. Yes, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and when I, I met him, I'd met him growing up periodically, but when I met him in like when I was 22 or something, I think he didn't put it together that I was her daughter and he finally figured it out. And he said, um, your mother, uh, played some uh, guitar thing and, and actually rewrote a guitar part of one of my songs and showed me how to play it. And I said, which one? And he said, it's called, Hey, That's No Way to Say Goodbye. <gasps> oh. How has she not told me this? Wow. And, um, you know, I'd always heard it and that song reminded me of her. Mm. But I think she showed him some kind of guitar riff, finger-picky thing that he he changed the whole song because of that. Amazing. And, um, yeah, I think it's beautiful. Muse story. Muses. Oh, I love it. Um, And then you got into acting and modeling, totally accidentally. Yeah. So when I was 15, a friend of mine entered me in the Elite Look of the Year contest, (laughs) TM. Uh, And um, I was previously, I was a ballet dancer and academic and very shy and also didn't think I was pretty. Mm. And um, so when I got accepted into this thing, it was just baffling. And I got a contract with Elite mm. New Faces, and I was a teen model. And so, yeah, I, I spent, like, age 15 and 16 going to, uh, you know, go sees for modeling things. This is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, not great if you already don't have confidence. Yeah, yeah. And at that age, when you're trying to figure out who you are, suddenly to be thrown into these rooms with, like, gorgeous and usually older models mm-hmm. that, like, felt really comfortable in their bodies and, you know, um, sexuality totally. and be- being sexualized early and yep. all that stuff. Um, you know, Terry Richardson test yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I did that and then got into commercials because I live in L.A. and that's what models end up going on commercial auditions. And, and then commercials was really great for me. Somehow I just clicked with that and... I could be funny. And there's a director, Joe Pitka, who hired me all the time. I totally remember when I worked at a post house here in L.A., we worked with him a lot. Did you? Mm-hmm. He's really intimidating uh, to people. He's like a six foot four, white haired Viking looking guy that wears all black and he's got a temper. Mm-hmm. But somehow he and I just like were the best of friends mm-hmm. and he didn't intimidate me at all. Wow. And I could be really good in his in the in the commercials so I did tons of Pepsi commercials and stuff that supported me all through my 20s but it was not what I wanted to do like Mm -hmm. I had friends who really wanted to be actresses and would you know and I just it just wasn't my calling Mm -hmm. you know Um, and how did you pivot out of that well I think like I told you before like in my late 20s, like Saturn return time, I had a lot of like intense griefs and losses within like two years. I think um, five people I was really oh. close to died and, and I got malaria in Egypt mm-hmm. and um, I didn't know it was malaria. I just got really sick and I just couldn't be on like I couldn't 
do it. I could, I'd go to auditions and they could just tell, like, mm-hmm. you know, I looked unhealthy. I didn't care. I didn't want to be there. And so the more then I wasn't getting work. But around that time is when I started finding this work and treating myself. And, and I was also treated by a homeopath for the malaria. Mm-hmm. And I tried many things and nothing had worked. And I couldn't even get a blood test, like an accurate uh, blood test or none of the infectious disease doctors were helping me. Mm-hmm. They lost my blood three times. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, okay, this is a sign. Is, I'm yeah. not supposed to pursue it this way. And uh, I went to a homeopath and one dose of this remedy and my fever and all my symptoms came back from Egypt and I never got a fever again. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. she knew that, right? That the homeopath. He did. Was, or he did. He, yeah. uh, Richard Pitt, he's brilliant. Wow. He's in San Francisco. He's British. And I said, look, I don't know for sure if I had malaria. These are my symptoms. And he said, well, in homeopathy, it doesn't matter what the name of your disease is. It really doesn't. It's just your symptoms and how they're expressed. We find a remedy that's a match. And so it was such a relief to even hear that. Oh, yeah. Because we're obsessed with just we find the name of the of our illness. Yeah. And like, we think that's And cure. identify with it. Yeah. yeah. But it's really not that important. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and he had worked in Africa and in India, and so he'd seen malaria oh, a lot. Amazing. And he said, it sounds like malaria, doesn't matter, here's your remedy. And then, like, I took it, and I was driving back to LA, and within an hour, I started getting this pain in my liver, mm. started crying for no reason. Mm. And then by the time I was home, I had 103 fever mm. and hallucinating, um, just terrible Exactly, like the worst headache of my life. All the all the symptoms I had Pushed in Egypt. Up as high as they yeah, I out. called him like, I don't know what's happening. This is really bad. And I told him what was going on, and he went, "Brilliant! The remedy's working." And oh. I said, "This is supposed to happen." It was a homeopathic aggravation, yeah. which is they like because it means your body's getting stimulated. And okay. Um, anyway, it was kind of profound. I never had a fever again after five years of repeated like 103 fevers. That mystery illness and I thought I think I'm going to study this so I was already doing flower remedies Mm -hmm. but then I didn't really know if flower remedies could be a job I didn't know anyone who did it Mm -hmm. um and homeopathy was a legitimate 200 year old science and you know more like a doctor profession Mm -hmm. so I started studying homeopathy and was going to be a homeopath and then once I started doing that I I realized like no I really love the flower remedies Mm -hmm. and I have this special love for it. and um, So I do both now, but the flowers are so close to my heart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And they're just so accessible because for the person who can't make it to a session with you or a Skype session with you, you have these ones that are already, you know, created and formulated that are incredibly, like, incredibly powerful. Uh, I think I'm going to run out, like you suggested, and try Soul's Purpose next. Yes, you have to have that. You've been doing it in love. I did, and I loved it. And especially the first three days, it was the way that I felt my heart was so open, which is very rare for me. It was just so open, and I felt like, la-da-da, I love you. And the way that the world also starts to meet you so differently, it's the same. And that's why I think that article is so important for people to read, because what I like about what you say, you're like, oh, well, I love flower remedies because I'm lazy. It's like I'm blocking on super speed. Yes, I am. I don't have to meditate. or I mean, I should meditate. But, you know. Whatever works. Yeah. I mean, you do have to take the drops. Like, 
four times a day. Yeah. But um, because the reasoning for that, I think the way you explained it is it has to be in your vibration at all times, right? Is that why? I don't know why it's that much. Okay. It's just um, they're subtle, and um, that's the dosage Dr. Bach recommended. Okay. Um, you can take them more often, like if you're in an acute, like with first aid kit, which is my rescue remedy, mm-hmm. um, and you're really stressed or fearful or afraid of flying or you had a fight with your boyfriend or you can take it every 10 minutes and okay. until you feel grounded and then you just take it as needed and pets too pets can take it and barley she it. should have gotten some before this episode yeah, yeah. she's been anxious yeah. no alpha she's okay now she is she's getting yeah she's grounding <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so so you take four drops four times a day that's in love that's the one we're talking about Okay. And then it, they're cumulative. So, you know, like I said, you'll feel something in the first three days, and then after three weeks, they kick in. And then you stay on them as long as you need it. Like, you can tell when you're done with a formula. Usually, you just you feel like that layer has healed, yeah. and something else comes forward. So, you might say you're taking in love for um, to feel self, self-love or, you know, to feel open, and then that works, and then you start feeling like, now I'm obsessed with change and and where to live and like that's a different emotional condition Mm -hmm. so then you have to kind of um reassess and self-prescribe and um, that's why i suggested the sole purpose for you yeah i was explaining to alexis before this started that i really realized i feel like the layer has come off from the end love you know that feels and a lot of actually what you were explaining earlier which is in that formula Mm -hmm. um with the heather and the star of bethlehem i think isn't it yeah and also the pine yeah they all completely were so spot on for what that month was like especially in my relationship but now what, where I'm at, what I realized all of a sudden is I'm not presently in the moment, meaning that I think because of the way that I grew up, where it was like things can get taken away anytime mm. or something can go wrong, I'm really afraid to actually really ground into everything I have right now in the um. moment that I'm always like, oh, I'm going to manifest that and go this, mm-hmm. and this house is almost done, but I'm already like flying up tonight to go look at a new house that right. we might get for the right. you know, next retreat that... I think I do it as a distraction to not be in the present. Possibly. Yeah. But so I was, then you su- suggested. I did suggest sole purpose for you. That's for, that has wild out, which is for finding your purpose in life. But, and it's not a job. It's more like you're, you're calling, but it's also really good for um, figuring out where to live or who to be with, or, you know, the big questions in life. Amazing. And wild out people are usually talented and good at lots of things. Mm. But they're spread too thin and they Mm -hmm. want to do everything and take every path. And so there's an internal restlessness or frustration that they have. Mm -hmm. But if you said, like, if things were unstable, things were unstable in my childhood, Mm -hmm. too. And there's addiction. And um, so a lot of what I crave is stability and home Mm -hmm. is really important. And, you know, you're buying like homes, like accumulating homes and safety. Um, So it might be more like. You might need a remedy for kind of waiting that for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. Feeling. That's exactly, probably. Because, um, you know, we control just to feel safe. and thousand percent. Hmm. Yeah. We have to talk more because it might be different. Oh, I can't wait. Formula. Okay, good. After this, we'll yes, continue. Yeah. I also want to touch on, um, I love the story about how you worked with your mom and your father, your mom and your dad. Yeah. And how they had really profound results with, I think, homeopathy as well. as Yeah, it was both. Okay. Um, so we'll start. I hope my dad doesn't mind me or they don't care if I share this. But um, 
So my dad, I used to always try to make him take remedies and he would take them and then like he could not go out without coffee mm -hmm. for longer than a few days. So he, you can't have coffee when you're on a homeopathic remedy at antidotes. Mm -hmm. and, and then at some point he's, he was saying that he's, he's very brilliant and cerebral and um, he has a little ADD. Mm -hmm. It's the kind of ADD that's from the overactive mind. Yeah. And he's going to go on medication. And I went, oh, please don't just like... Please give me a chance. Yeah. Um, so I observed him and tried to be objective because he's my dad. And um, but he's he's an alcoholic mm -hmm. and he had been for years and he'd gone he'd been sober on and off. But he was, as they say, like a dry drunk when he wasn't drinking. I, he didn't seem at peace with mm -hmm. it. Um, And alcohol actually really helped his anxiety and focus. So you know, it was the best he could do to to find balance and coping was, yeah. in fact everything that you're describing is a lot like my mom she suffers from the ADHD yeah. and you know just all of the things the stress the anxiety she can't quiet her mind when she yeah. is sober she's just depressed and yeah. you know all those things it's really tricky yeah. yeah and actually like um I don't view drug addiction or you know as bad and I, I find I don't it either. really helpful when clients come and they're addicted to a substance to, for me to find out their favorite drug mm -hmm. because it tells me what they're trying to medicate and it tells and how, me what right. I can give them yeah. to do that for them but in a real way in a healthy way yeah so you know to replace that what they're trying to balance Achieve. for them yeah. themselves so I so it was like through the back door with my dad I gave him a remedy for ADD mm -hmm. he was, I said you have to commit to taking this and he did and he quit drinking the next day Wow. He said, I'm really focused. I feel great. Um, but guess what? I don't crave alcohol at all. Wow. And so I didn't even think that that was what I was doing. It was just the exact bullseye remedy. And he's been sober six years. Wow. And he it's the first time he's never missed alcohol and He's doing great, and yeah, he sounds like he's doing phenomenal. He's great, and he's out in the desert. He's out in the desert, life. and he's doing his art, oh. and you know, he's got a great house and lots of friends and a bloodhound that I love. Oh, and, how amazing! Yeah, and then my mom, um, you know, I was never a drug person, but she had a chronic back problem, and then maybe twenty five years ago, she started using opiate painkillers mm -hmm. and. She could not get off of it, and um, the doctors she went to would never give her a solution for, like, an alternative, and the, the, just surgery. That was her only option, and during one of... She had a, multiple strokes, and then after one of her strokes, when she was kind of in this really interesting channeling, half-lucid state where, I mean, she was really saying some interesting things, but she said... I have to get off that stuff. It's killing me, mm. the drug. Like, And she t totally connected this drugs to this drug she was on. And um, so I made her a flower remedy to help her adjust to that idea. And like three weeks later, she said, I'm, I'm ready. And I thought she would meant like in a month or two. She's yeah. always like, Manana. yeah, yeah, yeah. She Most was, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm not ready yet. Yeah. So I thought she would, she meant like in the future. And she said, now. <gasps> so um, wow. I took her out to the desert and she didn't bring the drug with her. So I knew she'd be going through withdrawals. Yeah. And um, we did it in stages. But every time she had a withdrawal symptom, I, I gave her the matching homeopathic mm -hmm. remedy. And like within, you know, she was having these kind of twitches and, 
jerks when she's sleeping and pain and cramps and like within minutes of the right remedy she would just go back to sleep and so I got her through the worst part of the withdrawal the detox yeah Yeah. and then um, she's like drug free for the first time in 25 years wow and is herself again and even some of the stroke symptoms I think were more related to the drug that those were resolving yeah so it's really a miracle medicine um both homeopathy and flower remedies. But, Absolutely. You know, and when somebody comes to do a session with you in person, they're able to have access to the homeopathy as well. Yeah, yeah. And if it's right for them, like the flower remedies work on the emotional, spiritual, mental. Mm-hmm. So if that's just where they're wounded, that we can cover it with flower remedies. And it's a lot easier to manage. Totally. And there's less... Um, because with homeopathy, you can't eat like 10 minutes before or 10 minutes out. You can't yeah, drink. And all you can't that. drink. Yeah. Um, you can't have mint. Um, you have to be really good at recording your symptoms so mm-hmm. that because I there's all these variables like are you better before are you are there new symptoms? It's, right. Whereas flower remedies, you just you take it and then I talk to you a month later and we see how you're doing and right. you know and there's no potential for aggravations like that thing that happened to me with the fever mm-hmm. after the malaria remedy. Some people wouldn't like that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or they would freak out and like. They have to understand that that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So I don't do it with everybody and some people. I love that. Oh, I, I to explain you. your yeah. I know. I had I had profound responses to both of the ones. Yeah, given you should have seen her. She was like, <laughs> "It's like I'm flying on ecstasy." It was so. It was like MDMA when yeah. I had. What was that you, one again? You went like. Oh yeah, my whole Ignatia, face lifted. Yes, Ignatia yes. Amara, which is actually, so even though I had that profound thing with the malaria remedy, it was just physical. And it wasn't until I took, I was given Ignatia by um, Catherine Coulter, she's a kind of famous homeopath, she's passed away. But um, when she she gave me that remedy, I had exactly the same experience you did. Wow. um, Of ecstasy and like heart opening and like beauty and, you know, everybody, I love everyone. I just feel so good. And that's when I thought, I want to do this for other people. I want to give this to people. So, and and Ignatia is the remedy. It's kind of like Star of Bethlehem, Mm -hmm. but the homeopathic version. It's um, for heartbreak and grief and certain kind of... It's usually a female remedy, but like like maybe um, a very sensitive person who from being hurt has kind of closed their hearts and or hardened or, you know... Absolutely. ...has trust issues and all of that. So... Um, all of them yes um, yeah and yeah you had the same reaction it's a it's a miracle remedy that's one of the remedies that if you need it and you get it it's so fast and lovely well the other one that you gave me because uh maybe you could talk a little bit about yeah. the archetypes but you were like you're ready finally for phosphorus and mm. we did that right before the holiday and I've always had really intense, well, only within the last seven years, blood sugar issues. Even though I have insulin resistance still, very mildly, I was at the point where the moment I woke up, I had to eat animal protein within 30 minutes to stabilize things. And Mm -hmm. now I can go without, like, not, I try to be consistent, but now it doesn't affect me. I don't have a crash. I can go two or three hours when I wake up. It totally, uh, totally healed that. That's great. So phosphorus, that's a homeopathic remedy, not a flower remedy. So in homeopathy, generally we prescribe, um, it's called classical or constitutional homeopathy, and that's we find one remedy that matches every symptom you have, but it's also like emotional, mental, physical, and it's your, it's your essence, like your personality, 
Um, so phosphorus people are generally like they look like you. They're they're long and lean, and they have big eyes, um, <laughs> long lustrous hair, you too. <laughs> sparkly eyes. They're very open and bubbly, like and like phosphorescence that you see in the water. You know how oh. that phosphor, like the luminous thing. Yeah, phosphorescent people are that way. They're they're sparkly, and you're done. They're warm. healthy. Yeah. When they're healthy, when they're unhealthy, they're like a dead battery. Like, a, you know, they're Aww. just, they're lost their spark. Yeah. Um, but they tend to be like very open and susceptible to other people's energy, a little bit easily distracted, low blood sugar. They always get low blood sugar, easily dehydrated. Um, they're like little butterflies. And Peter Pan, like you said, you want to be like Peter Pan. They're yes. very Peter Pan. And, um, so I gave you that remedy and like it's worked on your blood sugar completely right it was pretty instantaneous amazing. it was amazing yeah. I was really taken aback by yeah. it yeah I, I took phosphorus too and I, that was one of the first things I noticed my my Greek homeopath that I study with prescribed it for me and um, I usually have to eat every three to four hours or mm-hmm. I get really weird mm-hmm. like shaky spaced out Honey. indecisive like floppy mm-hmm. um i'm a nightmare to be around like what if you hang out with me you just have to feed me yeah even if if i don't <laughs> say i'm hungry completely and so um yeah i noticed after i took it that i'd gone all day without like eight hours without eating and mm-hmm. i felt fine wow so that's the physical but um should help with anxiety too and they can be anxious. Very. Yeah. That's definitely a symptom, especially when I, like, around estrogen pumps up around yeah. my cycle. It's yeah. very, very anxious. So Hopefully it'll work on that. I know, because, well, the way you explain, too, with people who do have sessions with you in person and homeopathy is right for them, that apparently the remedy, or it's mm-hmm. not remedy, is it called remedy for yeah. homeopathy? Yeah. It continues to work for, what did you say, three to so many months? Everyone's different, but I gave you a 1M, which is kind of a on the strong side and that can last like three months mine usually wears off at like three to four months if you don't antidote it and um you'll notice first like an improvement in your overall feeling like i feel better your mental emotional and then the physical symptoms usually happen later they get better later so if you're on the right remedy the emotional is better first and then the physical how amazing and i do have to say that has been my experience It's so subtle. It's almost hard to look back and look at ways that I I was pre-flower essences as well as homeopathy because it's so subtle. And well, it sounds like some can be really strong and profound. Yeah. It's also like the, how do I explain it? But like when you're really out of balance and you need a remedy and you take it, it's, you're coming from down here to up here. So you're like, you know, you feel it very strongly. And then the longer you take remedies and you heal, you're kind of getting more and more in alignment with yourself and better and so it will be a subtler thing every time you take a remedy because you're closer to your healed state do you know what I mean oh absolutely it makes perfect sense to me so you're coming back into homeostasis yeah exactly your whole worthy magnetic self exactly uh what about what was your biggest rock bottom oh um I think the time I told you about with all these deaths like If I told you the whole story, it would just seem like impossible that um, three people I was in love with died Mm -hmm. within two years of, you know, I'd get over this thing with somebody and like heal and meet somebody else and they die. (gasps) I mean, it was um, was very strange. And um, and then this woman who was like a mother to me died and 
Um, and then the malaria, it just, there were so many things. My, my whole organism was overwhelmed and I really didn't feel like myself. I was like a shell, like a ghost or, you know, and, um, but because of that, I had to learn to heal myself because I had great SAG insurance, you know, I had SAG health insurance. Yeah, that was just like the best. Yeah. The I don't know what it's like now, but yeah, it was great. But it was the worst thing that ever happened to me because when I had no medical insurance, um, I didn't risk getting overprescribed antibiotics or the right. wrong meds or, or bad information. And so when I had this health insurance, I just kept going to these Western medical doctors that were usually damaging me. Like I was way overprescribed antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So I had that on top of it. And, um, and arrogance and, and misdiagnosis. And, you know, it was very alienating. Mm-hmm. So to feel terrible and to have healers not helping me, mm-hmm. um, I finally uh, learned to learned all about health. And like, I don't think I would be doing what I do now if it wasn't for that. Absolutely. And it was meant to happen. Totally. Meant it to always happen. is. Yeah. And I learned, I, I don't think I was compassionate before. I mean, I think I cared for people and I had like a lot of codependent helping, but I don't think I truly could understand suffering Mm -hmm. or I'd like listen to it objectively and be like, oh, that must suck for you. So disconnected. Yeah. But after I'd gone through that, I just, it made me listen to people in a different way and believe them. And like, I learned everything I use now as as a practitioner and what I went through, like what I learned I I use. So... It was rock bottom, but like it was really good that it happened. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child, and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. At this point in the episode, you're probably all wondering, so Alexis is a cancer son yes. and she's a manifesting generator in human uh, design. I almost forget that. So tell me what that is, manifesting generator. Yeah. So essentially, well, Lila, do you or Kate, do you want to, you guys are both MGs. You can probably. 
You both are? Yeah, they both are. MGs. Yeah. So it's essentially that you're a hybrid of the two, manifester and generator. The way that I um, relate to it is that, like, you have a lot of things you want to do. You, you have to be very spontaneous um, to live out your design because you'll have, like, this great idea and um, you can, like, jump on it, put your heart into it, and then, like, the next day you're like, yeah, screw that. <laughs> uh-huh. Kind of, like, allowing yourself to do that. Yeah. The soul's purpose actually sounded like well, such a good memory for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll get some. Is that... Yeah, I literally wrote it down to go get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of, that's how I relate to it the most, is, is like, letting that be, because I used to think I was so non-committal, and then I realized that that is just me living my design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that there, I know there's a million more layers to it, but... And you can present as either more of one, so mm-hmm. I think Lila presents more. It, it shows you in your chart there's two lines, and Lila, I think, presents more as a generator, where Kate presents more as a manifester. What's um, the difference between manifesting and generating? So that's the trickiest part. I mean, Jenna, we really need here to yeah, explain it all, but, <laughs> but the manifestors, apparently, uh, they're, so, they're supposed to follow every impulse they have. Mm-hmm. They're very polarizing. Their auras are. They're meant to be polarizing. Mm-hmm. They're meant to be unapologetic and do what they want, when they want, how they oh, want. Really? Yeah, you present that. seemingly more as a generator to me. Yeah, because manifestors, too, are supposed to like, give ideas and not do them. Yeah. Present ideas and have someone else. The generators are the ones who kind of carry out those ideas. And generators generate their own and en- more and more energy. Oh, they okay. do what they love and what lights them yes. up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I can see the difference, though, between Kate. Kate will be like, nah, fuck this yeah. guy. And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, okay. They definitely seem yeah, like yeah. a little yeah. bit more. And I, don't, I think Barley's just an alien. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to read that book. So yeah, oh yeah, it's dense. It. Or you'll have to meet with Jenna sometime yes, or something. Yes, yes. And I have to get my astrocardiography done. Yes. Please. I need to know. Yes, you and Dar. You and Dar have already been in touch about that. Yeah, yeah, we have to get in touch. And yeah, for anybody it. listening, we have to have Dar on as well for the astrocartography because yes. that's just phenomenal. Yeah. It's been transformative. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so interesting because this, like, knowing your Cancer Sun or knowing that you're manifesting generator, I feel like all of the healing work that really works is about like discovering your nature and your working systems. with that yeah you know and and not trying to suppress or change it and I was thinking about your questions and like that before I found the work that I'm doing I you know I wasn't happy doing commercials and stuff and but um in my relationships I would force help on everybody mm. like and I'd often pick people who needed help or mm-hmm. were sick in some way and I'd just want to heal them and and it was not healthy the way mm-hmm. I was doing it and when I discovered that the homeopathy and the flower remedies and decided I wanted to do that I was so much more forgiving of myself mm-hmm. and my nature like instead of viewing it as codependent totally. or unhealthy or whatever um I had judged it as I saw it as like this is just my nature that hasn't found the right outlet yet precisely so which everybody has their version of that yeah there's a positive version of even being a bully dictator or whatever completely there's a positive version of that the polarity yeah yeah i love that and then what are you personally because you're somebody who you know you've been doing this work for so long and you're so familiar with it what are you personally taking right now or what remedies are you working i'm taking in love and but every all of you are taking in love and everyone's raving that in love and I thought, hey, why am I not taking in love? So yeah. I started taking it and I love it. So um it's kind of like uh you can't go wrong with 
healing heart stuff. Yeah. You know, I, to me, that's like the most important thing to treat. When I see people privately, I always treat the heart and emotions and old wounds and then move on to career things. Like you don't want to know what to do in your career Unless your still, heart's not in it. Yeah. 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 Your heart's closed. Um, so I'm taking my own medicine and taking that. Amazing. And um, and I'm on phosphorus, my, my constitutional remedy. Yeah. It was instant. Like the minute I took it, I felt great. Yeah. Um, but do you mean like su- supplements and stuff? No, and this. This is exactly, this is, yeah, yeah. And why your intention was for taking them. Yeah. I mean... Now it's really good that I'm taking it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I can feel like I'm being more um, open-hearted mm-hmm. in relationships and, like, not afraid of rejection. Perhaps I should be more. Actually, but... that's a really good thing to explain to the person who might be in partnership. You might have even put this in the article. When we first get in and we're, like, dating and we're anxious and we're neurotic and all yeah. that stuff, this is a really great remedy for that. It's so good because, I mean, we all want to fall in love, right? Yeah. And But... Often, as soon as you meet somebody that you like, it triggers all your childhood wounds and all your insecurities. And if he doesn't call or just all the questions, you know, so it can it can trigger you. And so this remedy is really great because it just makes you feel really secure and whole Mm -hmm. in yourself. And like I was saying earlier, you don't want to I always say, like, you know, how nutritionists tell you don't shop for food if you're hungry because you're going to buy junk. So this remedy to me is like don't have a relationship if you feel emotionally hungry Mm because you will make the right, not the right decision. You'll run into the fire. You'll make a decision out of need or um, feeling like hopeless, like, well, there's nobody else out there. Mm -hmm. You know, so with this remedy, you just feel so kind of good on your own. But it doesn't make you not want to be with someone. It's kind of oh like no, poor Max was fucked all last month. I was like, well, I'm moving here, and you can come or not. Like, <laughs> I'm going to Scotland, so if you don't want to be there, it's totally fine if you don't work out. I mean, we're spiritual. We understand. Like, poor Max, he hates me. <laughs> no, I'm sure. he like, has no idea, no clue. But yeah, well, yeah. So it doesn't always make you that way, but it makes you like. And make a choice from the best place, you yeah, know, for your soul. Yeah, so it's good. It's good if you want to, if you're in a relationship and you want to deepen trust or just work on things with communication. But if you're not in a relationship and you want to be in one, it's really good to take preemptively if you're ready to maybe start dating or something mm-hmm. so that you kind of come in with good tools. And there's also remedies in there to help you be smart Mm -hmm. so there's heart remedies but there's also remedies that help you not repeat patterns like I got a lot of letters from people who say this is crazy I met this person he's nothing like the last 15 people I've gone out with that are all the same and he treats me well he's this and that like but usually I would find those guys boring yes I find it like attractive now and so it helps you kind of break a pattern because we all have those relationship patterns yeah so I'm going to list off kind of Russian roulette, couple, yeah, yeah. like the biggest things we see in the Facebook group a lot. Okay. And I want you to tell me what remedy would be I love, ideal. I love games yeah. and contests. Like, I want to like press a buzzer. Go. 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 So what we see more often than anything, I would say, is the person who's unhappy currently in their job. They haven't found their total dream yet, but they, they want to pivot. And we have a whole like manifestation formula around that. What would be their perfect remedy? If they're afraid to leave, security reasons. Um, they're afraid to put themselves out there, make that pivot. 
Hmm. Okay, there's two things. One is sole purpose. Yes. That's the remedy I told you about that's for finding your purpose. The thing is, I took Wild Oat before I became a practitioner. It was literally like I took it, and then three days later I decided, and uh, quit acting, I'm going to just do this. And um, But I was ready I was ready for that change. Yeah. So if you don't know what you want to do and you feel unsatisfied and frustrated and you just, like, you're not um, expressing your purpose your then sole purpose, purpose. Yeah. what you do is you take sole purpose and then it clarifies things and then maybe a month later you feel like okay I know what to do then I would say follow up with Ganesh mm-hmm. which I always called the manifesting remedy yeah. and then I think I changed the copy because I was like eh, everyone's talking about manifesting but <laughs> it is the manifesting remedy great and so it because and I'm that's a very personal one I made it for myself because I have a lot of self-sabotage yeah um, so it has, every, I thought I need to hit every mark, like, why won't I do things? Mm. Um, lack of confidence, fear of failure, indecision, not trusting your intuition, um, clematis, like spacing out and dreaming, but not actually doing things in the real world, mm-hmm. doubt, discouragement, past experiences influencing you, like, um, other people's influence. Um, so all of those things are in Ganesh. Mm-hmm. So if, I, Ganesh is the one, like that's the one that will change your life. But if you really don't know what to do, you have to start with sole purpose, then Ganesh after. Excellent. Next one is totally rock bottom on the floor from heartbreak. Oh, wholehearted. Okay. So it's similar to In Love, but it has more grief remedies and it has sweet chestnut, which is for like, the language is very like anguish of the heart, mm. um, you know. So beautiful. Dark Victorian. night of the soul. Oh. Like this just... It's intense suffering in your heart. The next one is the nurture, the mom who does not put herself first, the girlfriend, the, the boyfriend that doesn't put himself first, the father that doesn't put himself first. Okay, there's two. Okay. One is unburden, and that has a lot of responsibility remedies and worry for others. And it has oak, which is the person who's like exhausted but has to soldier on because other people are relying on them. Mm-hmm. Has elm, which is for being overwhelmed by responsibility. It's got all the stress and exhaustion, adrenal depletion remedies. So oh, wow. it's kind of like anyone who's a mother or a caregiver or a dad or a boss will probably experience these symptoms if they if they're not like taking care of themselves well. Mm-hmm. So unburden is really great. It just um, it helps take away the sense of responsibility. It's not going to change the external situation, but help you feel fortified and not like it's all on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's like usually the feeling people have is that it's just I'm alone in this. It's all on me. So there's that. But if they're caregiver like codependent or too self-sacrificing, they would need something with centauri in it, which is like the one who martyrs themselves yes. for it. Like, and that in love has centauri, and then I will. Has, I will. Yeah. yeah. Tell it, us what's an I will. I will is an interesting one. I made it for, I had two or three clients in a row who said uh, their mothers had cancer. Oh. And um, and it was a similar picture. It was like, as soon as they got the diagnosis, their health declined rapidly. They were fine. And then they were told, and then they just lost their will to live. They mm-hmm. lost weight. They didn't, they didn't believe anything would work. Um, they didn't want to try alternative therapies. And so um, I thought... I want to make a remedy for people in this state, mm-hmm. like a chronic illness state, or and it's a will to live. It's but you know, so centauri people, 
they can have a weak will, so it manifests as not saying no, or, mm-hmm. um, but it eventually shows up in the body. It's like a meta, you'll see a metaphorical physical symptom. Mm-hmm. So centauri people, they'll give and give and give and put other people first, and, and they feel weak, and then eventually their bodies will show signs of weakness. And um, So that would help. And Or if someone's in a situation that, like an abusive relationship where they feel like they can't get out or they don't have the strength to leave, mm-hmm. that would be a good one. Or, or in love, because that has a lot of self-love. Um, the other one is can't get out of bad financial patterns. Like, same old, same old, family inherited, I'll never have it, not enough opportunity in this town, that kind of thing. I'm going to say also Ganesh, mm, because it's such a positive remedy, and it, and it removes the programming mm-hmm. um, and doubt and, like, just the uncertainty. And, like, we just repeat patterns that are a reflection of our internal delusions totally you know like yeah. whatever we believe we'll just keep creating that yeah, so yeah, yeah so so the Ganesh change changes the belief and then you'll eventually see it in your outer life you know yeah. reflected you covered a lot of things like the people usually want to move maybe okay so if there's fear like poverty fear yeah that's a good one um maybe safe and sound or a peaceful warrior mm-hmm. depending on your love if you have like real fear or panic or fear that you, for no reason or you worry about money or in, in that way then safe and sound would be good if you just have fear and a negative outlook and expecting the worst and other shoe to drop stuff yeah then peaceful warrior that's like the garden variety fear one that's the one most people need and the other one is low self-worth deep insecurity that's the big. That's like what's blocking everyone. Yeah, that's at the core. Yeah, um, in love, mm-hmm. or um, I have a be- beauty formula called Gamine. It's beauty formula number seven, mm-hmm. and so it's it's more than a beauty formula. I made it for like um, preteens through twenties. It's kind of like I have a beauty eight for anti aging, and it's like the younger sister, mm. but it has a lot of um, like self love and confidence remedies in it, and beauty and self-esteem and you know excellent because that's like could help everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really nice yeah one. and it clears the skin wow wow it, so. lila that's gonna be your lila's 20 <laughs> yeah what are we gonna do with lila she might choose yeah sole purpose <laughs> i know yeah lila's gonna have them all lined up on her. Yeah. you can oh you shouldn't take more than one at once too. yeah that's so, a good thing to tell people. so like just choose one based on choose a formula based on your current state, take it for a month or till it runs out, and then reassess. If you're like, I feel great and I want to keep working on that, then repeat. Mm-hmm. And then if you feel like a new picture has emerged, then change. And that's a really good thing to reiterate for somebody, not picking formulas based on like what you want in the future, this or that. It's literally yeah. exactly what you're going through Yes, this don't be theoretical about it. Yeah. Like, especially people that um, have done work on themselves, like they're harder to treat because they've got a lot Neurotic. of theories. Yeah. And they're like, I want to manifest this and I'm going to work on, I, this is the year of self-worth or they'll yeah, have yeah, an yeah. idea. Yeah. But really, if you talk to them, they that isn't their state. Like yeah. if, you know, so... Just be simple. Like, uh, children are the easiest to treat. Mm-hmm. And they're like 10 minutes. You go, what's wrong? I'm jealous because my baby sister gets all the attention. Yeah. I'm really mad. And you're like, two remedies. Here you go. Yeah. Um, if you could be like a kid with yourself and just, how do I feel? Basic. Like, the yeah, how do I primitive. feel? Yeah. Or if you're really confused and you could ask a friend and like, 
um, what do you observe in me? You know, mm-hmm. so like I do that with my friends sometimes, and they'll say, "Well, you're you're like this way, or you don't trust your intuition, and you always ask for advice." And I'm like, "Do I?" Yeah. Um, and that's serato, and it's this remedy I never take, which yeah. is a very serato thing to do, like to go against your inner knowing and totally. not do the one thing that you should do. So um, sometimes it helps to ask, you know. Yeah. And I think those pretty much nail like the cover of what I see the most in there. What, because I thought the session with you totally blew my mind. And I think we should talk about that a little bit. So for somebody who's, because you do Skype as well. I do Skype. I do mostly Skype right now because oh, I'm good. a nomadic. Right. You're in, Joshua, you're in the desert. Well, between. Yes, the de- between the two deserts. worlds. I'm yeah. a desert lady. But it totally blew me away because I thought like it would be really quick. and yet, But it's so in-depth. And one thing I just want to mention that really struck me that I tell people about, you, you're really great because you're so intuitive around it and like piecing really bizarre things together that <laughs> aren't linear. Right. And at one point you said, do you have dreams ever? And this was the only dream question. Do you have dreams ever of like tidal waves? Or And I was like, oh my gosh, the only nightmare that's recurring for me that has always come up, it's my biggest fear, are tsunamis. And you were like, oh, it means you have so much grief. You haven't dealt, you're afraid that it will just hit you and crash you down, which yeah. is so true. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your sessions. Okay, so my sessions, except for this, this thing, um, it's often just like this, yeah. without the camera. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I start with, like, you know, you tell me why you're here, and, and, um, and it's very stream of consciousness. Like the less you prepare, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes people, after an hour, they're like, "Wow, I had no idea I was going to talk about that thing." Who knew that that's what needs to be healed? You know, and and it it is whatever needs to be healed will be what comes out. Mm-hmm. And um, I let you do most of the talking, and then I interrupt and ask questions. But and it's when the patient or person gets into a state where they're just stream of consciousness that's when they reveal what needs to be healed Mm. and I get and I find out when things started and I can trace back like here's where you had this wound and and then we I give remedies that kind of treat you in the reverse order Mm -hmm. if that makes sense absolutely so like I said whatever's happening now and then you take the remedy and you peel the onion Um, even with mine it was really uh, interesting because I think I went in for like the insulin, my adrenals, like infertility. And by the time I left, it was like a remedy of how to basically be able to delegate, not control everything. Cause mm-hmm. at that point I was still having a really hard time. And I had, you know, I think you checked in with me a month later and, um, and I was like, well, yeah, no, it was really effective. And yeah, and you were like, did you have a breakdown to break through? And I was like, yeah, I was crying on the floor like a week earlier to Max. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun. Like meaning yes. the company. And I, I had to go to Palm Springs that weekend. And that's when I was like, I think I'm going to become, and I'm still trying to make that transition fully, but like an owner, less of an operator. Yeah. Like really just being able to have a bird's eye view. And it was the oak that was in yeah. it. That was huge. Yeah. A lot of stuff, but it was very profound, that first right. custom remedy. Was right. So you wow. thought you were coming for this one thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, Lacey. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you have similar things that I have. Like when you have unstable childhood or parents, you know, you can become like a little adult mm-hmm. and um, like, oh, I'll just take care of it myself. And then I don't have to rely on anyone and plotting and like that oak stuff. It's like. It's like false strength. It's mm-hmm. a strength you take on that is um, an armor. And so usually when people take oak, they 
they have a slight, it's like they're disarmed, you know, and, and um, you, like, you learned that you don't need to soldier on all the time. Mm-hmm. That, like, that tired soldier that just wants to put their pack down. Totally, And yeah. you did. You yeah, know? totally. Um, like, you don't need to fight and struggle. And, and struggle, and I think all of that yeah. was incredibly profound with my adrenal stuff, which is almost completely gone. I mean, I don't mm. even know if I have real adrenal stuff anymore. I wow. think I'm 95% healed. You look very healthy. Thank you. And yeah. I do think so much of it has to do with, I think I've taken two custom, two homeopathy. Three. Is it been three customs yeah, now? Oh, yeah. Three homeopathic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then now I've just finished in love and I'm going to move into soul's purpose. Yes. It's been so profound. So I just wanted That's to share great. that with people. That's really great. Yeah, it's it's wild. This medicine's totally wild. Um, but I'm um, so grateful to have you. What What is new that we can expect? Or what are you up to? Are there any new formulas coming out? And I know the site's about to launch. Totally oh, I have now. a new website. Yeah. Um, that will be a lot more easier to navigate and with more information. And I want to interact with people a lot more. And I really want before and after pictures for the oh, beauty yeah, formulas because yeah. it is remarkable what it does. Um, so send those in, email those in. If you guys try that, yeah, take a Always before. do before and after. Yeah. Um, and questions, and I'm going to be posting more blogs, posts, and writing more and addressing um, questions. Great. So, and then um, there's just a lot of, uh, there's a new formulas coming out. Um, because of requests, I'm making one for empaths because <gasps> it's just, it's God. coming up a lot. Um, people are asking for it. And I have some remedies that are, some formulas that are kind of like maybe three different formulas yeah. combined would make it, but there's nothing, not one that is perfect Oh, this for is going to be great. That's what Kate's going to need. Yeah. 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 And I think people, it's, I know it sounds trendy, like people, everyone's talking about empaths, but it's just that people didn't know what to call it before. And everyone, you know, there's a large group of people that have sensitivity. Yeah. Um, and they need help. Yeah. And it's usually that the healthier people get and the less drugs they're taking and the healthier food they like the the more conscious and sensitive we become that's been my problem yeah i used to be so like for lack of a better word ignorance was bliss i didn't have any issues i miss those days me too i would totally miss it yeah i didn't know yeah (laughs) well i remember just yeah living on a ranch being able to do anything you know and i smoked cigarettes yeah i didn't even i ate gluten yeah, I was so fun. <laughs> I was so fun. Yeah, I used to drink. It was yeah, great. Everything, yeah. but so yeah, the more refined you become as a being, the more sensitive you'll be. Especially if you live in a big city. Yeah, you know, five G. Five G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, all the blue light like, yeah. there's just so much so yeah. I'm working on that but also I want at through this interaction like I want to hear what people need mm-hmm. and um, like I think I have a formula for everything that a human could go through and so it might just be like someone doesn't recognize themselves and because I only have that much to describe the formula yeah. and it I can't say everything it does yeah. but then I'm sure there are things I'm missing so like I consider all these people who write me and take my formulas, they're like my clients, even wow. though I don't know them. Yeah. So I want to hear if people need anything. Yeah. And where can we find you, your site and your Instagram? AlexisSmart.com, two yeah. S's. 
Yes. Okay, good. Well, I'm so grateful to have you. I'm so happy to do this. For everything you've done for oh. us. We love you so much. Obviously, poor guys, you're like in every newsletter. We're like, this remedy. We love it. So, or this I, um, remedy. Yeah. It's really great that you do that. I. That's one of the things I love about you is that you support other Oh, yeah. Healers and other businesswomen, and like you, you share everything. Oh, like, man. If it's everything. been effective for me, I'm like, everybody try this. I love that. <laughs> a lot of people don't. It's like they're hoarding their gold. You oh, know? yeah. No, no. Oh, my gosh. I want everybody to just be thriving and manifesting. Yeah. I really do. And I do think that this, especially when you're doing the unblocked work, if you're doing this simultaneously, it's just like super speed, I feel. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They're so. very compatible. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lacey. Yes, have a beautiful day, everybody listening, and we'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, we did. And in case you're not totally ready to join the pathway yet, I wanted to share a few of our free offerings that I'll often suggest to people as a little bit of a blueprint to get them started on their manifestation journey. The first place I like to direct people completely for free is the motivation. You can see it linked below or on our homepage as our testimony library. And it's categorized by different subjects, whether you're calling in career, money, love, wellness, and much more. When you're reading about a member's experience of what they manifested, you're actually seeing to believe and showing your subconscious that that very thing is possible for you. The second place I like to direct people is to the free clarity exercise, which is also linked below. In it, you get to try our own unique hypnosis process, learn about the science and some journaling prompts. And the best part about this, you'll get a tiny taste of what it's like to go into your hypnotic state, bring your subconscious forward and create new neural pathways while receiving clarity. And the third thing, if you haven't listened to it on this podcast yet, please go back to the episode titled Manifestation 101, where you'll learn the basics of neural manifestation to truly understand this process. So go ahead and check out those free resources, the motivation, the free clarity exercise, and the episode Manifestation 101, all linked below. And in an effort to make sure to have representation in this process series, go ahead and submit any process testimonials you have, especially to our LGBTQ plus community, our BIPOC, as well as the WISE, which is anyone in the community who is 45 and over. All right, we'll be back next week.